the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Edmiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Katz. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record ball. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at WPTF at 10.09. We're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Mike Riley here, along with Tom Campbell and uh, our esteemed colleague, Mr. Edmonston, Rufus is his first name. What's your middle name, Rufus? Lige. L-I-G-E. Lige. And, uh, yeah. I've named, uh, they took this pretty little baby boy <laughs> and named one, for one grandfather Rufus, and then the other grandfather was named Lige, L-I-G-E, Holler, uh-huh. and took that and put it on a baby boy, and I've had to bear well, that burden all these years. Rufus is, is a in the Bible. That name is in the Bible. The cross, the cross bearer, yes. Yeah. I don't know about Lige, but uh, Rufus certainly is. And uh, Gerald Adams is with us. Uh, he is uh, with uh, Centennial Campus. Keeps all of that uh, 
and I've had to bury that name all my life. He's, yeah, Gerald. And if he's, everybody he's, from he's above Gerald. the Mason Dixie line refers to me as Jerry, and just for the record, I've Jerry. never been called Jerry. Jerry. Everybody up north and in the Midwest, if your name's Gerald, they automatically assume your nickname's Jerry. Never, huh. uh, never knew that. You're not a Jerry to me. No, sir. Man, that Centennial Campus is something, isn't it? It's a big place. Keeps well, growing. it's big, and it's, I mean, it keeps growing, growing and it's just, it, it, it's incredible. Just opened a new plant sciences building. Uh, we've been told where our, uh, oper- where we operate out of that we're going to be moving soon because they're going to start developing that area, which is kind of right across from the new plant sciences building. So, a lot going on over there. That plant sciences building, um, I, I got to tell you, the future of agriculture in North Carolina a lot will be done in that plant sciences yeah. building so far as how it's developed and, and where they, it. They've got a state-of-the-art uh, research greenhouse on the roof, and I mean a big one on the roof of that building. Mm. Wow. And, of course, the Hunt Library over there. What is, what is that, a cookie? Cookies? So, this is something that G up at the Market Grill wanted me to introduce on, on the radio this morning. Something new they're doing. Um, and it's new to me, too. Um, but I'm hearing it's something really popular with um, the young folks. And it's something from um, one of the Netflix um, Squid Game is a really um, very watched series. And there's something called Delgona Candy um, that was on one of the episodes, and they're saying the goal of the um, challenge is to cut out the carved symbols on the candy in various shapes, like a circle, triangle, star, without breaking the delicate dessert, as they did in the squid game. And it tastes like honeycomb, bitter, nutty, and sweet. Um, and she wanted me to introduce that because she said that's something they're doing now um, and doing um, And what's it called again? It's called Delgona, D-A-L-G-O-N-A, Candy. And um, so something really neat, sounds like it's a um, kind of a little game for um, our younger generation that they're really into doing now. They're I don't think I'd have their... the patience for that. I, I just eat I the just, whole thing. I just eat the <laughs> That is new yeah. to me. It's one of those new things. And she wanted me to introduce that as something new that they were offering there at our Market Grill. Very good. Well, I got one the other day, and it was good. That's all I knew to do to eat it. Eat it, eat <laughs> it I don't know yes. what that thumbtack's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I see uh, and there's supposedly a video you can go on and watch to see how you um, do the, the game. It sounds like it's a game that you get into with the the candy. But I'm like Rufus. I don't know if I'd have the patience for all that. I might just have to go ahead and eat it. One must have some decorum <laughs> when when eating and, and uh, you know, a little patience and mm-hmm. uh, restraint. Try not to get it all over you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it doesn't have any whipped cream on it there, I Mike. Just, so. uh, yeah, that, that Gloria is with us. I hope she's still with us. Uh, Gloria, I apologize. I was supposed to take you before the news, but uh, I I got into a little trouble here. Yes, you did. And uh, you, Mama Mon- I, Monica had to bail me out. With, uh, I didn't get any on my clothes. That, that's good. That's a that may be a first. That I didn't get it on my clothes. So, uh, Gloria, how can we help you? And thank you for your patience. All right. Well, listen, I have an idea that maybe um, somebody needs to build some adult-sized high chairs and make some adult-sized bibs for you guys, and then oh, you can be... I, you know, I wear, I wear at home, I wear an apron. I don't take any, uh, I don't take any uh, chances when I'm 
Yeah, and I, I kind of. Or double- you can just change your clothes real often. I mean, you know, you can go to a good restaurant. You, yeah, I break change of clothes with you. Uh, I, you know, I wear. I try not to wear a uh, napkin in my up here in my shirt. Yeah, uh, but I do yeah. in, in my lap. Uh, so. Listen, by the time it gets to your lap, it's already stained everything on the way down. Yeah, I know. And then you just kind of, you kind of walk behind your wife out of the restaurant. <laughs> so how can we help you this morning, Gloria? Okay. I want to ask you about, <clears throat> excuse me, our Linton roses, which have been in the ground for 22 years, have been very hardy, self-seed, just indestructible. And this year, this week, for the first time ever, oh, and they were beautiful this spring. And then I went out one day earlier this week, and the leaves were all shiny like they had been shellacked. So is that aphids? And if it's aphids, then what can I spray that, that does not harm the butterflies and bees? I I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with with, with what you're seeing. T- take like a broom and really yeah. shape the plants with it, and you'll uh-huh. if you've got aphids, you'll see them stirring and flying. Whether aphids or white flies or thrips, either one. But if you make yeah. enough contact with the leaves, you will see something stirring up uh, from okay. that. Uh, neem oil is something you can use. You're not okay. going to hurt a bee. I mean, all of neem oil and safer soap are all contact, they coat the wings on them where they can't move around and eventually they can't feed and they die. So you'd literally have to spray it on a bee to hurt it. It being on the plant leaf is not going to bother the bee if it comes along later. Uh, So I I would look at that first because if that is what you've got, one of those three sucking insects, Uh which is very, very possible, the Either one of those options should take care of them, but you're probably going to have to spray them more than once because they okay. get all down in the leaf unions and up under them and everywhere. Uh, so okay. you know, I'd spray it again about three or four or five days, spray it again. You might have to do two or three applications. Wonderful. That's exactly what I needed to know, and I know just where to go to get the product. All right. Thank you, and good luck. Very good, Gloria. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you again Bye-bye. for your patience. I appreciate it. Uh, comments and everything i've never had any disease on any of mine ever that i've ever recorded of any kind the every once in a while you can get uh white flies or thrips or aphids on them uh particularly if they stay damp you know get really grown up thick and the humidity level builds up high that's a perfect place for them to go and the only damage I really ever see to them is some, all of a sudden maybe somebody cut a tree down and now they're getting too much sun on them in the summertime and it'll burn some leaves right. off of them. But if there's a hardier shade perennial than that, I'm not aware of it. I mean, it's right. just a tough, fabulous plant. Wow. Okay. Monica, you want to comment about it? That's what you've got. What yeah. you got? It's got a Lenten rose too. It's yeah. got that, yes. And I'm—I don't know. I will not comment because I have never planted them or grown them myself. So, I trust what you guys are saying on that. But I'm going to get one That'll started. Get you in trouble. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I I'm going to get one started, and then I'll—I'll I'll know a little bit more about them myself. So I'm looking well, forward to seeing that grow. We're sitting here three years from now, and you say, "I got about a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's well, okay though because where I'm going to put it is in a pretty natural area, so I that's think it'll be thing it'll be I happy. Hope we're sitting here three years from now. I that's hope, right. I hope all of us are, are certain, sitting here. That's right. Because that'll be my fiftieth anniversary. Here. Oh wow! It'll be my fiftieth wedding anniversary year, and the fortieth anniversary of this show. Wow. Well, we yeah. got to really pop up Melissa on this one yes. and keep her going. Yeah. Well, you will include her. <laughs> we ought, we yes. ought to design we'll a 50th a... Uh, anniversary year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just have something going every week. 2025. Right. We'll yeah. I bet you we could concoct some great celebration ideas. We could do ideas. some good ones. We mm-hmm. could party. Yes, indeed. Some of our <laughs> listeners would be good at helping us party. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Definitely. Some of the people that show up at your Christmas party could certainly help us. Yeah, if you can get them off the floor. From the <laughs> All right. Uh, I resemble that remark. <laughs> Tom, you're always a good boy. I am. Yeah. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. Every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment because, see, the black cow process is, is perfect composting. It helps to repurpose manure. So it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your lawn and, and garden. And black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. And it helps retain moisture, too. Your lawn, your flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. It's 1020. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And I think we've probably run it into the ground today. Uh, at some point, I'm not sure at which point, but we, I think at some point. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you agree with that, Counselor? Very peaceful and charming today. It is nice sitting out here on the porch, isn't it? Just perfect we got a weather. Little, little breeze. Yeah. People busy and yeah. bringing all these goodies by here. Though I I, I do miss my tenderloin biscuit. Uh, Is that where Monica just went? Okay. Well, it's I, it's coming, Rufus. You got to have. I got to learn to have patience. Yeah. Got to have patience. You you've been really good. And you know what my you know what my prayer is. Lord, give me patience, and I want it right now. Yeah. yeah. And hurry. But all right. Hurry. Now, now, Steve was with us earlier, but he wants to. He's back on, on the phone. He wants to remind us, I bet, about. Uh, uh, well, the for those late listeners that didn't hear me at eight o'clock this morning, that's right. I want to remind everybody about the flower show on June the eleventh at Crabtree Valley Mall in the atrium below the food court. And would you say flowers? They are daylilies. Daylilies, yes, the daylily show and sale. Uh, we will be, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, the the uh, registration will be open at 8.30. We'll be closed at 10.30. Uh, it, anybody can regi- bring a flower to show it, but you have to be a member to win a prize. Uh, the uh, public viewing will be from 2 until we take the tents down. 
We will have day lilies for sale. Uh, I'm bringing 30 from my garden. There are several other volunteers that are bringing theirs too. Uh, it's a joint effort between the Sand Hills Club and the Valley Club. The lilies will be seven dollars a cl- a uh, a uh, for three, and a, and a, we we sold three three plants, and uh, you can get three plants for fifteen dollars. Well, that's a deal. Anytime, it's a deal. Well, Steve, we appreciate it. Glad you uh, were able to come out and sit with us this morning. Always glad to talk to you, my friend. Anytime. Remind them that they get those painted pallets there if they want to take a route. Absolutely. Uh, and that, that is a ground cover, a very pretty ground cover. Yeah, have anybody... a good day. You too, my friend. All Thank right. you so much, Steve. All right. Uh, we're going to uh, save J.C. Knowles for after the news so we can get in this joke and everything. So, uh, yeah, hold your breath now, JC. Drive by John just uh, showed up. Yeah, you said you were driving. You're going to do a drive by, which made me a little nervous, uh, John. So, uh, pick up the microphone. You only, you've only been in broadcasting. Well, you know, we need to inform him about how you do this. Or he said he's been in broadcasting. Well, I'm kind of new at this. I hadn't been on the air for 41 years. I mean, I've never met anybody that could. Uh, yeah, they could talk with a toothpick in their mouth. <laughs> that, that's that's talent right there. That's I, I, raw talent. I've been hanging out with Todd Crisco up there. So it's some great country ham up at the Farmer's Market restaurant, by the way. My, they were my, looking for you, by the way, Rufus. My buddy, uh, Phil Franklin, who just passed away about three weeks ago, uh, <laughs> did the classical music show. He had just a beautiful voice. Classical music show on PTF on Sunday night. And uh, he, <laughs> he dipped snuff. Or chewed tobacco or something, and he but he had mellow time. You know, you would never know that he was had a spit cup over to the side. <laughs> so you know, it's it's very artistic, very coordinated. Uh, you guys are doing a great job uh, this morning. Well, we're just just kind of hanging out. Tell Don Curtis to give you a raise. Let me know how it works. All right, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Curtis, <laughs> Mr. Curtis, uh, I think we all deserve a raise. Yes, That's sir, right. And we're not talking about cinder blocks either. No, okay. no sir. Okay. So uh, we're looking good here. Got Mr. Tom Campbell in the house this morning. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Rufus, how you doing? Fine. It's the frog's hair split four ways. All right. Okay. Yeah, we just did a little breakfast. Want to stop by and say hey. See how the real. Where's Cheryl? She's right behind us over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, hey, Cheryl. That's Cheryl. That's, you need to talk I to didn't your... see her when you drove by. Was she behind the car running? She, or she, was we're she, was get, she was pushing. She's pushing. <laughs> she was pushing. That's right. <laughs> I better be careful about that. All huh? right. Yeah. We, I think they're looking for some strawberries or something. But uh, okay. anyway, had a great time last night with you guys. Yeah, that was did. fun. We got about 45 seconds. How are you going to fill it? Oh, you know I can do that. Now. <laughs> this ain't my first radio. <laughs> Yeah. Give me a subscription. Brought they, to you by. They give you the hands, you know. Oh, stretch. Stretch it out. Stretch. I've done that. lip station, John. You don't have a script. Uh, but wing I, it. Yeah, we, it had, t- we did have a great time. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, it was fun. We had a little party at Rufus's uh, for the folks at uh, who 
uh, or part that of this nice show. Nice picture. I got a nice picture that. Uh, yeah. well, are you going to share it with us? Nelson made. Yeah. Of yeah. A whole group. Get Cheryl to share it with yeah. us. Yeah. We'll, we'll reminds me, Mike, it reminds me of Ricky Nelson. I went to a garden party. <laughs> man, go. that place, his place is gorgeous. Yeah. Rufus, it looks really nice, man. We'll you be did back. A good job Four on that. Morning. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, that means us. We're back on WPTF. Mike Riley here along with Tom Campbell and uh, Rufus Edmonston. Gerald Adams is with us. And J.C. Knowles is here. Big John is here, too. The uh, only J.C. Knowles, the, only the director of the CIA. He is a oh, man he's, with he's more. The reverend. He's he, a right reverend. Yeah, he's but got he's also more the trivia of the knowledge CIA. than anybody I've ever seen. I mean, he what just. He the Children Investigative it. Agency. Everything is beautiful. Glad to tune in to you. I'm sorry I can't visit you. Of course, I can't drive now in my usual driver he's in florida so uh i had somebody else yesterday to take me to pam's farmhouse restaurant and pam said if you call in a station be sure to tell them we said hello out here so yeah pam sends you her best did you get enough to eat and jc you got a good lineup this morning yeah Cheryl, tom campbell you and rufus and uh tom campbell he used to put out a newsletter years ago and he included some of my North Carolina minutes in it. Well, I still do it, and if you would send me your minutes, I'll be glad to put them in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll be. I sure will be glad to do it. And of course, Tom came to a lot of my auctions too. So, uh, Tom, uh, hadn't seen you in a long time, but I would look forward to the day that I could shake your hand again. Thank you, JC. I tell you what, I always enjoy hearing what you have to say. Yeah. How'd well, you like you're getting a conversation kind. with uh, J.C. And, and Charlie Albertson, two two auctioneers? <laughs> yeah. Talk faster. Do you know Charlie? Oh, you know yeah. Senator he's Albertson? One of, he's one of my Duplin County boys. Yeah. Now, I was right. born in Duplin County. Anybody from Duplin County, I try to know them because they're the best. Yeah. I didn't know you were born in Duplin County, J.C. Yeah, I was born in Wallace in 1928. I'll be doggone. How about that? Well, and uh, a quick little story. Uh, I, I had to go to the VA office. I'm trying to get some uh, uh, relief out of the Veterans Association. Right. And uh, they quizzed me for a long time about my name, J.C. Yeah. We got to have a first and a middle name. I said, well, I'll give you one, but, but it won't be the right one. It's just J.C. Uh when I was born, of course, my mother was crippled. My daddy was dying with cancer. Oh. And uh, the doctor who delivered me, his name was Dr. J., uh, Johnny Cleveland Williams. But professionally, he always signed his name just Dr. J.C. Williams. And so when I was born, he said, what do you want to name a little boy? I'll fill out the certificate. He said, want to name him after you. So he just wrote down there, J.C. Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I, in the Army, you always had to sign your full name to get uniforms and things. And I'd sign J.C. Knowles. What, are you a smart aleck? <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> English yeah. and all, but uh, it, it's been a joy. I don't, I don't mind it. That's great, J.C. So you, um, other than dealing with the, the government, you've been having a pretty good time lately? 
Yeah, it, uh, things are going along pretty good. I had a setback uh, earlier this week. Uh, That's right. You had to go to the hospital or something. Yeah, I had to go to the emergency room. My feet and legs swole up two and a half times bigger than they normally would be. Oh, wow. And they ran me through all the tests. I had no blood clots or anything, and it, everything seemed to check out. So they determined that it is probably my salt intake yeah. that is causing it. Right. And so you, they said maybe you need to be a little more active. Get up and walk around a little bit. Yep. If, uh, but everything's going along pretty good. I'm glad good Lord we... has blessed me for 93 years, so yes, sir. I, I have no complaints. Well, he ne- yeah. Well, you need to take care of yourself. I'm sure try to. For all of us. <laughs> you like you so much. Well, thank you. I love y'all. I do. Yeah. Friendship oh. and love is, is two great things. JC, well, can you just, still hear us? Uh, I know you got some other guests. Let me real quick. These two rednecks were looking through a Sears catalog, and when they got to the women's fashion section, one of them said, gosh, look at those women. Aren't they beautiful? And the one said, yeah, but look at the price of them. They're cheap. And the other one said, well, I'm going to buy me one. And the other said, well, if you do, if she looks as good in person as she does in that book there, I'm going to buy me one. Well, he met up with him three weeks later and said, did you ever get that lady you ordered from Sears? He said, no, but I'm expecting her any day now because they sent me her clothes last week. <laughs> <laughs> JC, you got a million of them, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you must use Johnny Hood's joke book that he used to carry around for his speaking tours. <laughs> except you, except you've but, memorized. But everything's them. beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is, buddy, and so nice. And I hope y'all have a great weekend. I hope you do too, my good friend. Thank JC you, thank Knowles. you, thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. And, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, JC. I love listening to JC. He was the most popular person on uh, open line oh yeah Rittner, oh gosh by far and fascinating guy I, I loved it when he came on i loved it when joe graden joe graden yeah. has come on before he, he did the people's pharmacy well known yeah. Yeah. and he uh before he was on the tonight show that's all i cared about i didn't care about his book i wanted to know all about johnny carson <laughs> uh monica just brought us a uh biscuit yeah from farmer's market restaurant right good lord it takes three people to eat yeah, that thing. Yeah, it'll, it'll take a little time. You won't need anything else to eat today. That's a three-layer cake. Yeah. Two hands to hold biscuit. Two, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So enjoy. I chose not to eat one because I knew I'd get it all over me. <laughs> so uh, at any rate, uh, let's go to Randy in Apex. Randy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hello. Hello. I have a question about rhubarb. Rhubarb. Now, that's something you don't see grown in North Carolina very much. I have a friend in, in my hometown of Nashville, North Carolina, who says that her mother up in Roanoke Rapids uh, or in Halifax County grew some. But, uh, Gerald. Uh, you got to find the right uh, cultivar. It does not like our heat and humidity if you're in the triangle area. Western part of the state, farther north, not quite as much of a problem. You can get it through one summer, but you you can't. I mean, you can't get it all the way through one summer, and it won't perennialize for you. But there are supposed to be some newer cultivars that can take more heat and humidity. My grandmother had a patch for fifty years in Boone. Yeah, 
Likes and it I, up there. And I used to say, why in the world do you want to mess up good strawberry pie with rhubarb in it? <laughs> well, what happened was I transplanted some from my home place. I grew up in West Virginia, and we sold it uh, last year. And I transplanted it all to uh, Apex. It grew fine in the fall. It wintered well. It grew well this spring. And then it just... And we have to pull some, and next thing I know, it was, it was dying, and it basically died. And I don't have any yeah. It just basically died. Yeah. Gerald, that's... Uh... Usually it takes more heat to whack it out. Most of the time, you can, if you find a spring one, you can plant it, and it'll get off to a good start. And then once we run into that 90-degree weather, uh, and it may be that little 88, 90 we had last week, uh, might might have done you, done you in, but usually it takes a longer period of warm weather. It just melts in our temperature and humidity combination. Sorry. Monica, they don't ever sell it here at the farmer's market, do they? they ever anybody grow rhubarb that you know of? Uh, so you mentioned cultivars. Yeah, you, uh, you could find it. You would find it up in Asheville at that market. They would have it. There was supposed to be... We sold one a number of years ago, Field did at Campbell Road, that was a, I do not remember the cultivar name. It was supposed to be one that was more heat tolerant was the claim to it. Uh, and we grew them one year and I don't, don't seem to me like Field could get the same one again the next year. And I've never heard feedback from anybody that planted it, if indeed it did survive two, three years. But usually it's the summer that does them in here. So you like rhubarb pie, or how do you include it in your meals? I'm, I'm not going to ask that because I don't know why you mess up <laughs> good strawberry pie <laughs> with rhubarb. We eat it like applesauce. We eat it like applesauce. Uh, Just yeah. Oh, okay. But Rufus, you didn't you didn't like the taste of rhubarb. Never, never cared for it. Okay. Love Chetlin's a lot better. <laughs> All right. Well, that's getting into new territory. <laughs> uh, have you ever had uh, – you grew up down east, so you've never had any rhubarb. I didn't know. Who was the guy that used to be on uh, NPR every Saturday night? And he'd do uh, little fake commercials for Bebobaloobob oh, yeah. yeah, rhubarb pie. Minneapolis. Yeah, from uh, Minneapolis. Oh, isn't that terrible? We can't think of his name. We – we we are getting old. We used to we used to listen every Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know they're they're strutting. They yeah. They smell. They wanted some of the sandwich. They, they, yeah, they wanted <laughs> some of the sandwich. They uh, you know crumb here and there. All right. Uh, well, Randy, I I don't I don't think we have a good answer for you. I, I think. Uh, okay. We don't. We don't want you to go back to to West Virginia, but if you no, want it on a regular basis, I'll Mount Airy, you would make you probably make it okay there. Yeah, <laughs> well, you have to move from has, Apex. I put some in Benson, and so far it's surviving in Benson. In, is that right? Now that's farther south than east. Do all yeah, you can to protect it in the summertime. Maybe even create some shade for it as we approach July. Yeah, talk to okay. it. Yeah, mine just uh, we had that it. heat spell about uh, the end of April, and it mm -hmm. just uh, it just cooked it. Yeah. 
We have had some of our vendors to attempt to grow it, kind of like what Gerald was saying, and it's never real successful. Um, from time to time, you may see a little pop in in our farmer's area. But um, sometimes in our wholesale area, um, you may be able to find some there um, that's, you know, being just coming in from some more of the northern states. And so if it's something you're ever looking, um, feel free to give me a call at the market office, and I'll try to help see if I can source anybody at well, all that might have What does it taste like? What does rhubarb taste like? Never tried it personally. I, don't know. I haven't either. Rufus, what does it taste like? It doesn't taste like. Well, a it's it's it's, it's uh, more tart, isn't it? Yeah. It's sort of like a very tart Swiss chard uh, tart. And we have some Swiss chard down on the it, market. It sort of it sort of has a consistency of celery. I'm a dog. Correct. Hmm. Doesn't sound like anything I'd warm up yeah. to. And you're talking about the um, strawberry rhubarb pies and things of that nature. And um, up in our market shops, I went on a little um, search the other day just trying to find anything made with strawberries since we were having strawberry day. And they actually had strawberry rhubarb preserves and strawberry rhubarb jelly. And um, those different up in our market shops, a few of the different vendors in there had that available. I have to try that. See how the, you know, the... The sweet and the and the tart, little more yeah. tart might be canceling. Might oh, be it, and I, when I grew up, everybody I knew in Watauga County had rhubarb. Yeah. So that explains it. That, that explains <laughs> the whole thing. The whole Rufus deal. The, your your general attitude all is all came from that. rhubarb. All from rhubarb. Yeah. And that cabbage he talks about sometimes. Yeah, that I cabbage think. head. Yeah. Hey, it was Gar- Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler. That's about. exactly thank, right. Thank you, Jason, our producer. All right. Well, Randy, uh, God love you, man. I, I, <laughs> Thank you. Well, I've been here since 79. I appreciate it, and uh, I enjoy listening. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Please call us again, Randy, with something we thank can you. help you with. <laughs> Jack is an Elon. Jack? Jack, don't hang up on us, man. Um, I have a tomato question. Oh, okay. We got you. I thought you had um, hung up. I went into a hardware store in Morris City. This week, looking for potassium high in uh, fertilizer, looking looking for fertilizer high in potassium, and they didn't have it. And the elderly lady who was cashier said, "For potassium, I need to use Epsom salt." Is that an approved thing to use on tomatoes? A lot of people it, do. It's, it's not potassium; <clears throat> it's magnesium, yeah, magnesium. sulfate. Yeah. But okay. it does two things. A tablespoon to a gallon of water, let it dissolve, apply it like you were watering the plant. Okay. It, in, it improves the photosynthesis of the plant through the leaves' own ability to create food. And it also enables the root system where essentially it can take up more nutrients that are in the soil. So it'll help the plant put on growth, but you've not used nitrogen to do that. Great on all fruiting vegetables, in particular tomatoes and maybe eggplant and peppers also. I, okay. do, I do I do it at least once a month from once now right month. on through the how season. How much would I use per plant? Just like you were watering the plant. So if you just planted a little 10-inch tall plant, Lord, it would, a gallon would probably water 10 or 12 plants. But as the plant gets larger and the root ball gets bigger, you'd be putting more volume around it, whereas it gets closer to growing, one gallon might not do but two or three plants. You know, I'm sitting here listening to Gerald Adams. He is just a fount of information, is he not? At tobacco farm, I got lots of practice. Yeah, yeah. growing up on a tobacco farm. But you know, he went to Carolina, 
and majored in politics and speech. And he still knows a lot about plants. (laughs) I learned most of that against my wield growing up on a tobacco farm about 12 miles from where we're sitting at right now. When you're an intelligent person, you can talk about a lot of different things. Maybe I can be one when but, I grow but up. But do the I dissolving are, dissolving way is better. Some people sprinkle it on. I don't like that as good because you don't know exactly how we much you're putting. Up some salts. Yes, we want to get the man right. <laughs> I need a dose right now. My feet have been hurting. You can also use it for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's um, good for everything. Last right. year, I had, had beautiful tomatoes, but as I sliced into a much second slice, there was a hard white. Sepsis in the center, and the further I slice down, the bigger that white sepsis got. Do you know what causes that? What cult? What variety tomato? Better boy. Um, that's a little difficult. Was it the first fruit that came off the plant, or continued all the way through the season? Best I remember, continued all the way through the season. Uh, you, and the plants otherwise look healthy, nice size, produce kind of the almost, same, same normal of fruit as much. Yeah, they about as tall as I was. Very healthy plant and very. Did you fertilize them any differently than you had in previously, or use something different, or change the quantities that you were putting? Not that I remember. Because usually, if you get the fruit is something odd about it, then it's, it comes two ways. One, because it's underdeveloped. So, like when you have a calcium deficiency, lack of lime, then the plant can't get the nutrients to all parts of it to develop the fruit fully. Or the opposite of it happens if you've had too much fertilizer, then it keeps trying to send stuff to it and keeps it trying to grow. But if you had a white core in the middle, that almost sounds like the fruit never fully developed. Right. Uh, so that's a little little more puzzling, and in particular in a better boy where there's that's not that common yeah. in that. Okay. Well, right. one thing I've not been doing, I would fertilize it when I planted it, but didn't do any fertilizing anymore. So I think I should keep doing that. Yes, the Epsom salt will help with that. I fertilize my tomatoes every month from when I plant them <laughs> till I've picked the last one, hopefully after Halloween. Okay. Uh, grow right. a plant six, eight foot tall and produce hundreds of fruit takes a lot of food. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Jack, very much for calling. Okay. You know, squirrels Bye. can be a big nuisance in your garden. They uh, eat flower buds. They dig up plants. They chew on decks, outdoor furniture. They can be really annoying. But uh, if you want to stop the squirrel damage, try I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent. I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing. It contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels just don't like. Available in liquid and granular, Imus Garden Squirrel Repellent is effective and easy to use and it works without the use of harmful chemicals or toxins. You can spray Imus Garden Squirrel Repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the Imus Garden granular rep, you know, repellent It's basically what it is, directly in the soil of your flower pots to prevent digging and if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees you can spray the trees as soon as they start leafing out. Imus Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and beyond. Look for Imus Garden squirrel repellent at your favorite garden center or hardware stores such as Logan's One Stop Garden Shop in Raleigh and Homewood Nursery also in Raleigh. Be sure to check out the other Imus Garden natural repellents for deer rabbits, 
moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit imustgarden.com. All right, uh, Miss Monica, lots of things uh, for sale out here that, uh, like these strawberries sitting on the table, wow. <laughs> you need to. I brought those uh, to go. everyone. Yeah. Um, Lee's Produce stopped by this morning and brought those, um, I think, for you guys to take home and enjoy. And um, they're absolutely delicious. And um, they do a wonderful job. And be sure to stop by and support all of our local farmers down in our farmer's area. Again, there's strawberries galore coming in right now. Get them while they're in season because there's nothing better. And just another plug for Lee's, they have some heirloom tomatoes ready yes, to eat now. Do. Cherokee, Purple, yeah. German Johnson, Mr. Stripey. I think I saw Great White and another, maybe Carolina Gold there as well. So, Which is uh, fairly easy to grow. Yep, that is. So stop by if, you, if you've got need your fix and haven't had a good one since November like me, that's a good place to stop. Yes. Boy, that strawberry tastes just as sweet as candy. I mean, it's just delicious. They are. They're delicious. Golly. So good. And, you know, if you if you love strawberries, get them now um, and freeze them so you can enjoy them all winter long. Um, make jam, make jelly. Um, I didn't know you could freeze them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Freeze those strawberries. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then you can have them all winter long. And there's no special technique. You freeze those just like you... With any other fruit. Well, I'll the, tell you the way we've always done it, I guess. Do. <laughs> just the Johnson County tradition. way? Yeah. <laughs> the way that I grew up with my, my family doing them is um, you take them, of course, cap them, and then chop them up. And um, then we sweeten them a little bit. You don't have to sweeten them, but that's what my mom and grandma always did was put a little bit of sugar in them. And then just carton them up into the little, the little freezer boxes and put them in the freezer. You can put them in Ziploc bags as well, um, freezer bags, and freeze them just like that. Then you bring them out, and you have them to use with strawberry shortcake, um, put in the, a, a cake, or eat mm, them just like mm, they are. Mm. That's how we've always done them. I know everybody has different ways. If it works in Johnson County, it'll work in Wake County. <laughs> Amen on that, yeah. And it's absolutely delicious. Anytime you bring them out during the winter, they're just as good as they were when you put them in there. Do you say you have a few blueberries available? or there? We do. We've got blueberries coming in now, some raspberries also. And, um, you know, we're starting to see more and more of our spring crops coming in as the weather continues to warm up. And uh, so we're looking forward to seeing much more. The hydroponic lettuces are another great thing that's coming in right now. Starting to see some squash and zucchini. Oh, fresh dug new red potatoes is another favorite. They're in right now as well. That's that's some good eating right there. I mean, you know, a good uh, veg, meal of vegetables. Yes, garden peas. Cabbage, spring cabbage, and put some new potatoes in that pot. Yes, Woo. the pointy head cabbage are in now. Oh, are they? Um, they are, and those and garden peas and those potatoes. That's a, a springtime favorite right there. How about that pointy head cabbage, Early Jersey Wakefield. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got that, uh, and peaches will be coming in a couple of weeks. We'll maybe. be looking for, we'll keep you posted, but expecting them probably by the end of May. They will be clingstone, but uh, they're good, too. They are. Yeah. So. Certainly are. Lots of plants and flowers. Um, the ground is wet in most locations right now, so a good time to get out and play in the dirt a little bit and dig around, maybe add a few new plants to your landscape. 
So come out, support all of our local growers. Um, you know, there's herbs, still vegetable plants. If you're looking to get in that garden started, it's not too late. And even if you don't have an area to make an actual garden out in a little field, you can always do your um, garden plants in containers. Um, a lot of different unique ways that you can start a little garden, even just on your patio. Sounds good. Market shops, uh, a lot of things available in there. Certainly. It's like an old country store, as we like to call it. Yeah. Um, a lot of great product, um, old-fashioned um, bottled drinks. There are... The, all the different kinds of cheeses in there, the Ash County cheese, there's hoop cheese, um, meats and cheese. Um, I've already mentioned the cheeses, but all sorts of meats and seafood, craft items. Grab one of those sque fresh squeezed oranges or lemonades and some baked goods and just come out hungry. That's the best thing to do when you come out to the market. Come hungry and just make a day of it and shop around and have enjoy a delicious meal. Thanks for having us out. We appreciate Time it. Time goes too quickly. I always enjoy well, having Tom, you. Tom, you uh, Tuesday night, you and Tony Rigsby and others will be on uh, with election. Seven coverage. o'clock. Okay, brother Rufus, you take care. Brother. Yeah, I'm gonna call and harass him. Gerald, we'll see you next time soon, hopefully. Yes. Thanks to Jason back at the, the studios, Josh, uh, Zach here uh, with his engineering, and Miss Monica. We'll see you next time. Yes, look forward to seeing you guys. All right, we'll be back.